Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. The Chicago Bulls currently sit at 20 and 24 on the season. A season that has really been emphasized by the bipolar play of this team and has left an equally upset fan base on just where this team is going. How disappointing has the Chicago Bulls team just been this season? We're going to get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, Listen, this season has been a doozy. It's been a really wild ride when you look at it, even at the start of the season, how we opened up the, the, the season with a win without Zach Levine. And, you know, that going into that game, so many Bulls fans were like, hey, we have no chance without Zach. And then we beat the Miami Heat. We're going to lose our next two against Washington and Cleveland, come back a win against Boston and Indiana and start that season off three and two with some hope. Well, it it went down pretty quickly there. After that, the Bulls have, have struggled to stay um, around 500. They've been below 500 all this season after that three and two mark. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's 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 been really difficult. And and you know, it's left the question of just how disappointing has this season been so far for the Chicago Bulls? You come into the season already missing Lonzo Ball, which has been one of the biggest questions surrounding the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, we we haven't really gotten the answer that we would want on that, the clarity that we would want on that. We came into the season knowing that he was going to have another surgery, be evaluated in four to six weeks. Now triple that time later. We still don't have a clear outline or answer of what's going on with Lonzo Ball and his return. But when you look at what exactly has gone wrong for the Chicago Bulls this year, it's just been the efficiency. We are, we are truly a middle-of-the-pack team. We currently rank 18th in offensive efficiency and 17th in defensive efficiency. This season, that's right along, even a little bit below the middle of the pack. And to come into the season with so much um, 
you know, just hope for the season. And, you know, AK and AK talk about continuity and how that was going to play off. And then even, you know, when, when we had our season open in press conferences and, and things like that, and Billy Donovan talked and Vooch talking, the team was saying all the right, right things. And it's just left us with none of those things hitting for the Chicago Bulls. We even got a recent comment in which I talked yesterday about Arturus and saying he's as frustrated and they're trying to turn things around. But it's all led to this, a frustrating season with a frustrated fan base and more questions than answers about the future of this team. Now, things have looked looked very better in the last 10 games for many players on this roster. When you look at Zach's, for example, he started off the season really bad, but in the last 10 games, averaging 29 points on 40% shooting from the field, 41% shooting from three, five assists, four rebounds, right under a steal per game. Zach Levine, very much so, seems like a player that's starting to round out his season and bring it together, and hopefully he starts playing more like that on the back end of the season. The same last 10 games for Nikola Vucevic, 20 points per game on 57% shooting from the field, 40% shooting from three-point range, 13 rebounds, four assists, one block, and almost one steal per game from Nikola Vucevic in the season. And Vooch is the only player that's really benefited off continuity so far this season. Vooch taking less shots than he did last season, averaging around the same uh, amount of points, averaging around the same amount of rebounds as well, but shooting the ball at 52% on the season so far compared to 47% from last season. Shooting the ball 38% from three-point range versus 31% last season. All in all, Vooch seems like he's rediscovered his shooting touch. He's rediscovered his efficiency. He's sixth in the league in rebounding, and he adds a lot to this team. And a lot of Bulls fans still ask and say Nikola Vucevic is the one that needs to be moved when Vooch has really been the most consistent Bull all season. DeMar DeRozan, who's been out a handful of games, he's improved over the last 10 games as well. 24 points per game on 47% shooting from the field, only 16% from three-point range. But we know DeMar DeRozan is not a three-point shooter. Four rebounds, four assists. One and a half steals per game because he's been getting active out there. And he's his season's been rounding out. At the end of the day, it's this. When we look at all the questions still remaining this, in this Chicago Bulls team, some of the biggest questions are questions based off heart, right? Questions based off execution. Can this team maintain a level of defense? They haven't been able to show that they've done so over an extended period of times. We have games where this team looks like it can play defense like it can be one of the better defenses in the league even still missing Lonzo Ball but it's still a big question around this team just which team is the real Chicago Bulls team when you look at a team that's been bipolar most this season it's just it, it leaves so many questions and so some of those biggest questions is listen when you look at what's gone wrong we already talked about we are very much in the middle of the pack we we rank towards the bottom in opponent defensive rebounds per game at 25th and opponent three-point percentage is, is 27th in the league. Listen, we give up a lot of things to other teams. Will that bleeding stop? Can we step up and play better defense? Another question around the team is, AK, listen, you put your words out there. You said that you're as frustrated as Bulls fans, and you understand it. Does that mean that you are going to go out and try to improve this team in a drastic way in the trade deadline? I don't think that that's coming. That's another thing that's been frustrating this Bulls fan base is just, where is the help coming? Does, does the front office see how much we're struggling? And I get it. I understood the bet on continuity to come into the season. I think most Bulls fans, even though they they wanted to see the Bulls go out and do more, once you hear the explanation and the fact when you look around the league that most of the teams that are towards the top do have and had had continuity over a amount of years. And while Vooch has very much so 
benefited off continuity. He's u- he's utilized a little bit better. He understands how to how to pick his spots a little bit better on this roster being the third option rather than the first option he's been most his career. The, still, the bet on continuity has not worked. So another question going into the remaining part of the season is where is the help coming from? It doesn't seem like it's going to be help come from internally. At the start of this season, one of the biggest bets on continuity was hoping that your young players were going to make a step up and hopefully, hopefully that one of them was going to make a leap. Now, Patrick Williams, as disappointing as he has been in, t- in, in, in most this season, over the last 10 games, again, has shown a lot of improvement. Over the last 10 games for Patrick Williams, almost 12 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, 1.2 assists, almost a steal per game on 47% shooting from the field and 44% shooting from three-point range. Again, that's, that's been a common theme with the Chicago Bulls team, if you look at it. the last. 10 games we've been playing extremely well and most our pieces have as well Kobe White a player that's averaging 8.4 points per game on the season last 10 games from him 9.4 points three rebounds two assists one steal per game on 46 percent shooting from the field overall there, there there is some signs of this team coming out of it over those last 10 games but even with it the thing that I've been saying for the longest even at fully healthy minus Lonzo Ball, because we know Lonzo Ball is more than likely not playing this season. There's still a ton of questions around the Chicago Bulls team, and we still do need some size. There are sometimes in some games where, despite how active and how much heart Javante Green plays with, the size just gets to him. The length just gets to him. Players just score over him because he's playing that power forward position. Are you going to go? And I know that this front office did try to bring in Danilo Gallinari, who ended up going down with an ACL injury and didn't play, but he signed with the Boston Celtics. We, I understand that. Justin Lewis, another another move that this front office went out and got an undrafted rookie at the same day as draft night that came in with a lot of promise, actually ranked as one of the best undrafted rookies in that draft class, but it didn't work out. We need some size. You hear all the trade rumors, all these things going on, these trade targets that pop up every single day, and yes, the, the reason why they, they, they're coming up because we do need something, so that is another question as we go forward in the season. But one of the biggest questions is with all the improvement we've seen over the last 10 games, right? We've seen, we've seen that improvement. I gave it to you for a handful of players. All the players have pretty much been playing better over the last 10 games, the ones that have played. But it still remains a lot to be said and asked, like, we're still 5-5 five and five over that. Still, middle of the pack with all the improvements, yes, minus DeMar DeRozan in, what, three or four games we've been missing DeMar. The Bulls are still middle of the pack. And if you want to increase your stock, if you want to get to the playoffs, like you say that this Bulls franchise needs and deserves, something has to happen. So the qu- biggest question, one of the biggest questions is, is the front office willing to, to admit their mistakes and correct those mistakes with action at this trade deadline? Now, if you guys are, are subscribed over to NBA Central, the general NBA channel, you guys know I put up a video over how the parody in the NBA has is really probably going to make this trade deadline a fairly quiet one. And while some Bulls fans won't really be happy unless the Bulls make a super huge splash type move, I don't even experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL 
But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. I think this team necessarily needs this. This team needs a calculated move that brings in a talent to this team that can help tremendously in the things that this team is missing. And so are we going to get that? We'll see. I mean, there's so much that remains to be seen with this team. But another question that remains, is is the play over the last 10 games sustainable? And that rests on the head of head coach Billy Donovan. Is he the right coach to get the best out of these players? You gave him an extension this offseason, an extension that really came as a shock to most Bulls fans and people who watch this fan base because, yeah, while Billy hasn't been terrible, in some games he has, I know some Bulls fans are going to get to typing when I say that, but fair enough. It's still like this team has underachieved towards the expectations that you have put forward. To give Billy Donovan a, an extension, it, it bets and, and basically locks in a coach that, we, that has not done the things that you said that you were bringing him into this job for. One of the biggest things that were, that were boasted about when Billy Donovan came in here is his player development. We haven't seen jack shit in regards to player development. Patrick Williams hasn't really developed in a meaningful way. Io hasn't developed in a meaningful way. If anything, those two players, for a large part of the season, regress. You know what that tells me? That tells me that the natural skill level that these players came in with in their rookie years, you haven't you haven't put them in the position to even grow those skills, much less add new skills. So the big, one of the biggest questions as well around this midseason point is, what is Billy Donovan going to do to improve this, the play of this roster? What is Billy Donovan, is he willing to change his game plan up some to put these, pe- these players in a better position and path to develop in a meaningful way? We haven't seen that. And yes, some of player development is absolutely on the players. They have to own that to a degree as well. But listen, unless you want a bunch of players going rogue in the offense and just doing whatever they want, you're not going to develop these players in a meaningful way by the brand of basketball that we've been playing. You have to pick some spots for them to go in and increase some of their skills. Another question at this midseason point, a little bit over. Listen, I'm about a week late with the video. It is what it is, y'all. Um, <laughs> with that being said, like Billy Donovan is one of the biggest question marks because you have now bet on him. You've locked him in. For, for several more years. He already had one year left on extension. The, the, I mean, on his contract, the extension was regarded as several years. I look at that as being either three or four. That means we have four years probably left at a minimum of Billy Donovan as the Chicago Bulls head coach. And I know some people are going to say, well, you can still fire him. You can still move off this coach. This, this, you know the team that you're root for. This ownership group is not paying a coach because you still have to pay him for him to go away. So Billy Donovan also has to take a leap. Billy Donovan has to take a step. Billy Donovan has to try to put these players in a position. It was all it was all different when we were the number one team in the East for a little bit last season, right? You understood why certain players didn't get certain minutes and things like that. But for a team that's struggling and the future of the team isn't put in, in, in areas to grow, 
And I say the future because as of right now, that is what we have as the future of the team. The young players that we have on the team are the future of this team until something else changes. That means Patrick Williams, Io DeSumo, Kobe White, uh, Daylon Terry, Marco Simonovic to a lesser extent, they're all the future of the Chicago Bulls team. You have to try to grow their skill set. And uh, to Daylon Terry's credit, he's been balling down in the G League, and he traveled over to the with the team to Paris. I don't know how much he's actually going to play over in Paris. We'll see if these bull, if the bipolar Chicago Bulls show up in a meaningful way. He could de- definitely get some minutes. So we'll see what happens with that. But you have to try to develop these players. Now, the biggest question remaining, at least in my part, and the question marks is. How is the big three going to play together? We've seen game, oh, and we, we had a stretch of games where all the big three scored over 20 points, right? We had that stretch. I think we won. That's that stretch that we went like eight and 11, eight and three in our last 11 and things like that. But when you look at this Chicago Bulls team, like the big three, that uh, it, it doesn't always fit together as seamless as what it did when Lonzo Ball was in the, was in the rotation. But you have to ask your question at the remaining part of the season, is this big three willing to sacrifice not only for each other, but for the betterment of the younger players on this team? Are they are they going to be able to play and make the smart play rather than the selfish play at times? Listen, Demar and Zach both struggle from uh, they they suffer from tunnel vision sometimes during games, especially when the game gets tight. They get tunnel vision. It is what it is. It's not a complete indictment on them. It's just noticing a flaw in their style of play. But can this team that you know built around these three players in Vooch, Levine? DeMar, right? That's that's the heart of your team. That's the core of your team. This core, and unless it changes, how much are they willing to sacrifice? How much are they willing to, to sacrifice some of their game to play a better brand of basketball? That means giving up positions. I mean, giving up spots, giving up rotations, things like that, right? Also, locking in on the defensive end of the ball. These three players have to set the tone. And one of the biggest question marks with this team is the lack of leadership on the court. And when we lack that vocal rah-rah leader, as I always call it, we need you to set the tone by your level of play, sacrificing for each other. Zach has done that over the over the last 10 games, even with his hand hurting, passing, facilitating more, getting to the free throw line, getting back to being the player that cuts and gets to the rim. We've seen bits and pieces of that. Jamar playing better defense when he was in there before he went out, getting more steals, playing in pass lanes, getting active. Things like that. Vooch. Vooch has just been locked in. Like you guys know, I have nothing negative to say. I know Bulls fan base for for some reason has this collective chip on their shoulder when it comes to Nikola Vucevic. He's been a great player for us for the most part of this. And I know, yes, he's not a perfect player. He does lack on the defensive end. But again, what you you, you can't you what are you expecting somebody to change who they are? That's the player that he is. And we're seeing a better version of that player over the course of this season. And he's been very consistent in doing so. The bench. The bench is another question. As we sit in this midseason part of the part of the season, it's been really up and down. The rotations have been up and down. Yes, we have injuries. Javante missed some time. Caruso missed some time. DJJ missed some time. Uh, uh, so you know, with the with that, can this bench get back to what they looked like they were going to be at the start of the season? Right, a bench that can get you twenty to twenty five off the bench, double digit rebounds with Andre Drummond alone, Kobe, who's rounding out to this ne- nice player overall. It's a ton of questions. And so, the, the, you know, what I started this this off with is just how what has played into how disappointing the season has been for the Chicago Bulls. It's been a disappointing season. I think we all know that. And while some of us have pie in the sky dreams for trades and things like that, it's an uncertain future that we have. And we're going into the easier part of our schedule. And can the Chicago Bulls team start playing better against sub 500 teams? Stop playing down a level of talent. That's been one thing that's hurt this team 
drastically over this season is losing games to teams that they're on paper supposed to be better than, right? We've beat the above 500 teams. Can we start refining that in the second half of the season and beating those lower level teams as well? Because if we can, the season's not over with yet. As many questions and uncertainty lies ahead of the Chicago Bulls, it's not over with yet. And we got to see what can this team do. We're 44 games into an 82-game season. A lot of games still left to be played for this for this team. Let's hope. Let's see what this team can eventually do and become. Because I tell you what, me personally, I don't think it's over. Me personally, I've seen a lot of glimpses of things of what this team can be. We just got to get that those glimpses to, to actually form a full picture. And if we can do that, we'll see what this what this season looks like on the back end. But I'll tell you what, as we go towards the trade deadline, as we go towards the buyout market, as we then go towards the end of the season, all these questions and whatever the answer ends up being, whether it's a favorable answer or not, this front office has to get busy this upcoming offseason. But we'll discuss that more when it's time. But that's it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And gotta get we will be getting into the giveaway. I know we're supposed to be doing a giveaway for hitting 10K. Supposed to be doing a live stream celebration. It hasn't worked out for this week. This week in my real life, the work week has been very, very stressful. Um, so it may get pushed off to the weekend, but we'll discuss that when it's time. But other than that, thank you guys so much for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. You are the reason why we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break, Break Media. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.